why hello there, and welcome back to another episode of What's With You, Scooby-Doo. Allie York joins the podcast episode 120 to chat about a very fun episode of Mystery Incorporated. Uh, This is one of those crazy episodes... Uh, just a lot going on in it with fan service and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, I mean, we have a lot of fun talking about it and talking about a lot of other stuff as usual. It's crazy to me what Scooby-Doo knockoffs for some odd reason have longevity. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Did the Funky Phantom, I guess that showed on Cartoon Network, right? It's funny. I definitely watched Jabberjaw when I was a kid on, you know, Cartoon Network or Boomerang or whatever. Huh. Fang Face never really showed up uh, to my memory. But of course, Captain Caveman. Classic. Uh, Speed Buggy, of course, shows up in the uh, uh, Johnny Bravo Scooby Doo. Which, great, great. Enough of this babbling. Ah, we do touch on all the typical trappings of a What's With You Scooby-Doo episode. Growing up, nostalgia, uh, just diving into our memory banks to see what what comes up. Overall, Allie is a phenomenal guest. But enough of this babbling, on to the business. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, as always, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash what's with you, Scooby-Doo, as well as you can email the podcast, what's with you, Scooby-Doo at gmail.com and Twitter and Instagram, WWY Scooby-Doo. If you like the dorky songs that I write that are Scooby-Doo themed, you can find those at WWYSD.bandcamp.com as well. If you want merch... You can buy yourself a t-shirt, iPhone case, throw pillow or tapestry at let's do this, L-E-T-S-D-O-O-T-H-I-S dot com slash merch. Thank you, as always, for listening. And once again, to the podcast, let's do this. New volcanic kinesis, like the longest word in the English dictionary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New mono <laughs> something, volcaniosis. Or, uh, uh, what? Uh, Twas Brillig and the Slilly Toes, did Jiren Jimbo? Oh, my God, I actually did. Yep. with the Butter Groves and mm-hmm. the Momrats outgrave. <laughs> Momrats, I have that in my room. Beware oh, the, yeah. the Jabberwock, my, my son, son, with Fuck jaws yeah. that bite and claws that catch. Beware the Jub Jub bird and shun the Froomiest Bandersnatch. Oh, Froomiest, <laughs> what a fucking word. I wish those were real words. I mean, they can be. Yeah, they sound. Well, I mean, technically they are because people use them. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I learned that about the dictionary. I thought it had to, like, have an origin. Like, to be in the dictionary, you had to have, like, the Latin, the Greek origin. And I learned it's just, if it's used, it gets in there. I think uh, I had a buddy who was studying in Oxford. And so he, what? Is that a humble brag? I don't think that was a humble brag. (laughs) But he walked over over to the, uh, the dictionary. 
because that's where the Oxford English Dictionary is. So yeah. he walks over to the dictionary and he's like, you guys should put kryptonite in. And they were like, what? And he's like, yeah, commonly used word, has a meaning, and it's used all the time, kryptonite. And so they put it in. Fuck yeah, holy <laughs> shit. What's with you, Scooby-Doo, today on the podcast in the scooby I have Allie Yerba Mate York? <laughs> Yerba Mate York. Yerba Mate York. Yerba Mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what Yerba Mate is, but isn't Yerba it something? Uh, yeah, Yerba, Yerba Mate is a tea. Is it? Yeah, Yerba Mate is no. a tea. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of tea it is. Okay, great, yeah. great. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad that I wasn't just spouting oh, gibberish. Fuck. No, no, no. Caleb oh. drinks it. It comes in a yellow bag last I checked. Yeah, it's a tea. Sounds like a pea bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, well, that's fun. Uh, well, welcome on the podcast. How are you doing today? Thanks. Doing well. It's a warm day, finally. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I saw a weird thing today where <laughs> it was two hipsters trying to figure out how an Instamax camera worked, like the <laughs> like new Polaroid cameras. Like it was just two, like a couple probably in their 20s just like standing there like turning it around like it was like the rosetta stone or something they were just like what the (laughs) we're used to the to the originals (laughs) or just like a phone i don't know what their deal was but i was just like it is literally a kid's toy like this thing is easy oh man i thought that was fun was it in the old port it was in the old port. yeah that makes sense yeah yep gotta get pictures of the old port when you're uh Especially on a Polaroid. Yep, yep. 110%. Bonfire has great lighting for that. Mm, and then you take those pictures and you take pictures of those pictures on your phone so you can post them on Instagram? Yep. Got to do it the right way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Transferring that analog. It has such warm tones. Yep. <laughs> got to get the filters on there. Can't do that with a Polaroid. You got to make your own filters. That's what I say about life. Oh, yo, shit. You were, oh, man. I remember doing that as a kid, getting like the colored saran wrap. Oh, yeah? And putting that over parents, a camera? Yeah, well, yeah. And when your parents wouldn't let you get like the light bulbs that are colored. Oh, yeah, sure. And that's, uh-huh. our, or I mean, I think, uh, well, I didn't really get to it until like college. There were scarves on lamps. Oh. It's like a scarf situation. Shit. Like I, I was knew. like uh, Jeremy Irons or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Yeah, now I just, uh, now I can do uh, this. Hold on, let's see if I can, I mean, oh, this is very interesting for the for the listener, but. Very uh, exciting. iPhone is out, has a black case, it's an iPhone, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, oh shit, yo, I got those bulbs too. Heck yeah. It's one of those color changing, uh, is it attached to Alexa or is it just on your phone? Um, uh, This one is attached to HomeKit, so I can nice. use Siri. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so now for the listener, uh, it's purple and blue up in here. It is. <laughs> it feels like it's under the sea. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, well, typically we start off with a little history lesson. We'll get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, how, if at all, did you come to our Lord and Savior Scooby-Doo? How? Um, well, uh, my parents taught me all about it. So, of course, I had to follow. <laughs> um, but yeah, my dad actually was a huge Scooby-Dooer. Seriously? Yeah, my dad That's loved fun. my dad loved like SpongeBob growing up too. Like he just loved cartoons, so we always I mean, not growing up for him, but like he would get into it with us. So I'm assuming us means you have siblings. I have four sisters, yeah. Okay. Yep. So All right. 
uh, did he try and be like with the four girls, be like, G.I. Joe's are pretty cool too? Or he, was he just down for whatever? Not G.I. Joe's, but yeah, he like definitely wanted us to experience between like princesses and like getting hit in the face with a softball that he would pitch at us. You know what I mean? <laughs> And we can't cry. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Got the full spectrum. What did the whole family watch cartoons together, or was it you and your dad? It was. Um, so we grew up in two different households. I have my three older sisters and then my younger sister. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we did. My little sister and I were pretty religious with Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Nutter Butters. We used to call those Scooby Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> They do look kind of like Scooby Snacks yeah, now that I think about right. it. That sort of nondescript, like, mm-hmm. it looks like a, a shape. brown, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a brown treat. Did your did your dad ever try and bribe you into doing stuff with a Scooby Snack? Be like, you'll get a Scooby Snack if you do it. Not that I can remember. It was a long no. time ago. Yeah. Can I get two Scooby Snacks? <laughs> Scree- <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, do you work on that? Uh, no, it comes naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know that old joke about the three girls. One has uh, One's a blonde, one's a brunette, and one has green hair. They go over to the blonde, they're like, is that natural or dyed? And she's like, actually, it's natural. And they go to the brunette, they're like, is that blonde or is that dyed? And she goes, actually, it's dyed. And then they go up to the girl with the green hair and they say, obviously, that's dyed. And she goes, uh-uh, it's natural. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, for the listener, uh, I wipe snot into my hair. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man, you should get that checked out, dude, if it's going to be a green color. <laughs> yeah, you think? You think that's not the natural color and our clear uh, is now yeah. a process of high fructose corn syrup? <laughs> well, oh, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, what? Since when? <laughs> you can say anything on the internet and it can yeah. become fact. <laughs> For sure. That's 110%. Funny. Is there anything you want to send out there into the universe? Uh, oh, wow. I don't know. I uh, I don't think so. I don't think I have much. No. Not right uh, now. Uh, uh, Amish people make really good muffins. I didn't. I don't know much about Amish people. Neither I do hear I. they're fucking assholes, though. <laughs> I mean, they're German. Are they? Is that the like descent a, of Amishness? I, I think of so. Amish? Yeah. Amish. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All that Amishery. All that. Um, I didn't know that. I as well have been listening to NPR on my drives into work with uh, my buddy and. Um, they, there's been a huge, a uh, few different segments where they've been talking about Israel and and uh, they keep using the word Jewry, which, uh, you know, like anytime something comes up about another cult- culture, like my butthole is just ready to clench just because I don't know, I don't know like what's appropriate and what's not. So it's just like, re- it's on, it's like on the ready, just in case someone says something that I'm like, ooh. And that's one of those words where I was like, I mean, they're saying it on NPR. It's probably okay. <laughs> oh man, Jewry, like the act of doing something Jewish, like what? I think it's like all like an encompassing term for like all of like Judum. All of Judum. I guess. Is that a word? Uh, if, it, <laughs> if it's not, uh write in. <laughs> yep. To Oxford we go. <laughs> uh so today we are gonna be watching an episode of Mystery Incorporated, which is uh one of the more recent iterations of scooby-doo uh we are going to be watching from mystery solvers club state finals episode 14 let's do this so 
Are you guys the other? The word you're looking for is sidekicks, don't you know? I'm the Funky Phantom, and this is Boo. I'm Jabba <laughs> Booga Booga! Me, Captain Caveman! Me, Smash! Speed Buggy! I'm sorry, but uh, are you a car? Attention, everyone, attention. If you could all take your seats. <laughs> to be fair, Caveman is very difficult to understand. <laughs> I mean, it is funny that they took a whole episode of the people, the least intelligible of all of those cartoons, mm -hmm. and then focused on them for a half hour. Yep. <laughs> it's like everybody who was only meant to speak one line an episode in a funny voice, it was like, what happens if they have to talk for a half hour? Does that work? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> uh, I like, uh, I wonder if Dan Crawl is related to Diana Crawl. Anyways. Diana Crawl? Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, the that. jazz singer married to uh, Elvis Costello. He wrote that song. That's the like main song in Notting Hill about her. She will be the reason in my life. <laughs> I don't know that song. No? Oh, no. it's a good one. Do you know Elvis Costello? <laughs> no. It's good. It's good stuff. Radio. Uh, there's the famous story about how he was supposed to sing another song on Saturday Night Live and uh, decided after he started the song that it didn't make any sense to sing it because it was all about British politics and he was in the U.S., obviously, on Saturday Night Live. So he started another song called Radio Radio and Lorne Michaels was so upset that he banned him from Saturday Night Live. Whoa cut to like 20 years later the beastie boys are on and they're about to play sabotage so it goes like and all of a sudden elvis costello runs out and he just goes no there's no reason to play that song here quick radio radio and then he goes and plays the song from before with the beastie boys that's pretty great. cool heck great. yeah i think there's clips of it online that you can find very nice hell yeah so mystery solvers club state final it was a good one. Uh, <laughs> I still can't get over the line about Angel, the DJ. The, Angel like, Dynamite? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like a wrestler, but without the veins. <laughs> what, uh, you're very robust for a woman. That's it. <laughs> I like love one that. of the female wrestlers on TV, but without the veins. <laughs> I want to I, I wanna know if that's like a, an, an idea that they thought somebody in the 70s would have, or if that was a reflection of what the writers actually think. Well, but here's also the added wrinkle and spoiler alert. The whole episode takes place in Scooby's mind, right? Yeah. Because he's delirious. So he's dreaming that they go to this mystery solvers final that has, you know, all the other Hanna-Barbera Scooby-Doo ripoffs. Um, and so he's the one saying those lines, technically. <laughs> like, like, I like the idea that these are things that he's always thought, but now he has, like, a, a persona to say them through. Like, he's seen her and been like, you're very robust for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is how a dog sees people, yep. you know? <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what they're thinking. <laughs> oh, my God. It's great. Um, I also like to the... Uh, <laughs> It does look like a turkey. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Oh, my God. I love every character that that dude plays. Patrick Warburton? Yeah. Yeah. So good. The the dumb, the big, big dumb dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also, uh, something that always cracks me up, in Disney, he's the, like, uh, safety video guy for uh, Soren. 
in Epcot. I haven't been there in so long. And so he, uh, there's a line where he's telling you to store all your belongings in the little pouch below your seat. And uh, he goes like, you know, cameras, anything loose. And then there's just like this like middle-aged bald guy wearing like classic Mickey ears. And he goes, even these little beauties. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's phenomenal. Uh, Epcot World Center, great place. Great place. Experimental community of of progress. Did I forget a T? There's of a tomorrow's OT. OT. Epcot. Experimental EPC. community. P. Oh, no. C. P. Experimental. Progressive? Maybe. Pro- pro- it's not that. I don't remember. Experimental of tomorrow is all I remember. People were supposed to live there originally. Really? In Disney's original conception of it, it was actually going to be like a functioning livable place like the village (laughs) only up tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) all right i guess yes maybe a little less cloaks (laughs) a few less yeah uh but it was futuristic for the time so there would have been jumpsuits as far as the eye could see helmets for no reason oh those awesome there's a very good reason (laughs) really (laughs) they look awesome Uh, Disney knew in advance that the pollution was going to get out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but so the they um they're going to go to these Mystery Solver Club finals that have all the uh, the classic Hanna Barbera ripoffs. So Hanna Barbera, their main thing was that they found something that worked, and they were like, "Great, let's keep doing that." Like, yeah. I, whatever, man. Uh, so then Scooby-Doo was a hit. So then they made like Jabberjaw, uh, Goober and the Ghost Chasers, Funky Phantom, uh, Captain Caveman, uh, Chan and the, the, what was it? Chan and the Chang clan. I was only knew of the, the Jabber, what was his name? Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. I (laughs) vaguely knew of Jabberjaw. I think I had like a toy of him at my grandma's house. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Like some, probably something from like the old school McDonald's. Meals. I think they did have that. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Oh my gosh. I wonder if that still exists somewhere. Some collector somewhere definitely has mm. every McDonald's toy ever. Oh, for sure. I wonder if there's a Guinness Book of World Records largest McDonald's toy collection. There should be at least. Oh, wow. That would be so cool. How? Do you collect things? You don't strike me as a stuff person. No, not a stuff person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, if you could, what would you collect? Um, for a while, I was trying to collect ticket stubs, like every like the concerts you went to or not movies, just concerts, or... anything. Like literally collected you... every ticket to any event, like my prom ticket, oh. movies. You would have had to have gone to it though. What you would have had to have gone to this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I would have gone to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's that's the only thing. I bought a copy of. Uh, Wild and the Innocent, Wild the Innocent and the East Street Shuffle by Bruce Springsteen, and uh, I got it in a small record store in Waterville, Maine, and inside was a ticket stub for Bruce Springsteen in Bangor in like the seventies. Shit, so you I got thought, this record used. Yeah, yeah. So it was oh, that's rad. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, so that was kind of crazy. Very neat. Um, but so that would have been collecting a ticket that somebody yeah. else went to though yeah. so it wouldn't fall into the category no but i'm sure that would be a thing imagine oh like rudy no yeah i think i have a fish album somewhere that has like a fish ticket stuck in it that's crazy i don't know why this is a thing that i yeah. that i have more yeah. of one of 
Like, why? Oh, I also have a ticket to, you know. Willy Wonka's chocolate bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> inside, inside of a copy of uh, Three Doors Down, I have a 311 ticket. But, you know, it's got three in the title, so who cares? <laughs> Uh, horrible joke that I love. A lot of people consider me the fourth door down. <laughs> you know that? I know, a, what? Well, so like a oh. lot of people say like the fifth beetle. Yes. Yeah, I see that. So now. a lot of people consider me the fourth or the fourth eye blind. <laughs> yeah. That's another easy <laughs> the fourth one. fourth eye blind. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> uh, that dude went crazy, right? Anyways. Um, <laughs> so uh, Scooby's sick, so they can't go. Uh, but in a delirious state, he sees they go back to all the classic animation, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Scooby Doo looks like Scooby Doo from the '60s and yeah. not the current Scooby Doo for the show. Uh, and they all have the classic animation as well. Um, I think there was something else that did that around this time, and I can't remember what it was. But it's like them in the current animation style, looking at themselves in the classic animation style. It was like in a funhouse mirror or something. Yeah. And they're like, huh, that looks weird. Yeah. Fuck. I feel, sorry. I feel like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you sorry about swearing? Uh, am I allowed? I don't know. Uh, knock it off on your podcast bingo cards. Fuck yeah, you can swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's the free space. That's a classic uh, uh, podcast trope. <laughs> can I swear on this podcast? Fuck yeah, you can swear. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were about to talk about classic animation versus. Um, I feel like I know what you're talking about. I feel mm. like I've seen that. I feel like I've seen that, or at least something similarly done. That's it. A vague memory of what that probably looked like. Mm. Mm. I think mm. I'm swiveling in and out of this mic, so <laughs> <laughs> it's yo-yoing back and forth. <laughs> um, the the. Uh, I, I like how the animation style has changed, but there was like a, a, a parabola of like, well, we can't we can't have them look so 60s anymore. Uh, so we're going to take away Fred's ascot. And then they went back where they were like, nah, it doesn't look like Fred anymore. We need an ascot. Yep. And they kept him in the ascot. Great. Is that when in the new series they took out his ascot? He didn't have it in that last episode. Uh, he did. Well, it's like the little scarfy thing. Um, but oh. he doesn't. He didn't in like the nineties. Oh, okay. They gave him like a, a like a utility vest. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think about lots these. of pockets. I don't know. Yeah, mm. I can't remember that. Uh, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island specifically is the one where I always remember he has a lot of. On Zombie Island, you mean the live action? No, that would have been the uh, direct-to-video, the first direct-to-video movie from 1999. I don't know that. 98? Zombie Island. Why can't... Is that the... It's not the carnival one, is it? No, they go to an island, and there's, like, uh, Cajun people. I Wow. I need to start (laughs) rewatching my (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I don't know if you need to, but (laughs) you're welcome to. Uh, (laughs) It is funny that, like, the the idea that there are like socially almost mandated things that you're supposed to know mm-hmm. and people almost like borderline get offended if you don't know them. Yeah. Uh uh of course now that I say that, they're all out of my head. I feel like SpongeBob references, man. If I throw out a SpongeBob reference and somebody gets it, I'm just like Well, that's like fun. That's like oh, fun for you. That's you like like, uh, like uh, one of the ones for me is uh, what color are their hands now? That's like very funny to me because it's from a movie that I loved growing up, but not a lot of people get it. It's from uh, uh, Great Muppet Caper. 
uh, he, uh, they're talking about from your voice. <laughs> they're talking about catching the bad guys, and Kermit's like, "We're gonna catch these guys red-handed." And uh, the Beauregard, the cab driver, goes, "What color are their hands now?" <laughs> and it's a recurring gag; it keeps happening, and I love it. Um, but uh, uh, oh, you don't know. I'm trying to think. There's like things, I guess, like Star Wars things to a certain extent. People yeah. get that way about like. Mm-hmm. I do, like, when people say they've never seen Star Wars, I'm I'm a little bit like, how? Like, it's everywhere. Like, not even, like, you don't have to seek it out. Yeah. It's not, like, a rare thing that you have to find. watched Family Guy, they have done Star Wars, you know, episodes where, like, you have to, like, you you will learn about the movie from all of the parodies that have ever been done off of Star Wars. Yeah, never hearing a Beatles song. That would be something I'm just like, how are you alive? That is impossible <laughs> if you watch TV and see commercials. Yeah, I mean, they're <laughs> everywhere. And just like even walking through a mall, yep. like walking through a public space, the chances of a Beatles song playing somewhere are astronomical. High, yep. So it always, yeah, that always kind of throws me. But there's like a uh, an uppityness to certain people where they get like offended if you haven't. Mm-hmm seen these uh uh if you've never seen jaws or like one of those things i uh uh if you've never seen uh wizard of oz people go ape shit really yeah wizard of oz i wouldn't have thought that was a a cult following people get offended by that no but it's everywhere it's less culty and more just like everybody's seen it at some point it's yeah. a wonderful life is another one which i have never seen I or at least never seen the whole thing can't think of what It's a Wonderful Life is. I know the... Jimmy Stewart, uh, the angel shows him what would happen if he was, if he killed himself. Oh, and shit. And the town I've like, goes never to shit. Clarence. Seen that. I know Christmas Story. That's the one I think of. Mm. I had It's a Wonderful Life on VHS, though. Never watched it. Mm, classic. Mm-hmm. Never never got rewound. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you went to go watch it so many times, but it wasn't rewound. So you're like, eh, I just don't have the time to rewind this. Yep. <laughs> That sound the of it rewinding. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're set. <laughs> Ooh, I got chills. <laughs> the button would pop up. Yep. Mm. It's good stuff. It's good Damn. stuff. Uh, so the proceedings of this Mystery Solver Club final are uh, uh, halted by the appearance of Lord Infernicus... Lord, very important. Not just Infernicus. Mm-hmm. Scooby was definitely reminded of that. Yeah. Lord Infernicus. Titles uh, are important. Uh, to uh, brush up on your French, which I know you're practicing in uh, French, it would be Signor Infernicus. <laughs> or the G instead of the N with the little squiggly Monsieur over it. Infernicus. Signor. Signor. What? Signor. Wait. So it's like Signor in, yeah. f- in Spanish. Signor. But like Signor. But it's S I G N E U R. Yo, dude, I see now. I see. Yep. I was like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I see, though. I see, said the blind man picking je up his vais. hammer and saw. Or no, je. <laughs> je, je no, suis. Vais, yeah. Yeah, je, je vais. Uh, uh, colloquialism would be je suis, which is je I am there. Yeah. And, like, I get it. Je suis. J, comma, Y. I, yep. S U I. S. Very nice. That was your small French lesson for the day. <laughs> Coming from you live from Maine. Did you know that Maine is uh, Maine and Louisiana are the only states in the United States where we have French as our second language instead of Spanish? Interesting. I love throwing that fact around. Mm. You said Louisiana. Louisiana. It's because of the deportation of seventeen fifty five. 
That is true. <laughs> also, the island of Bermuda is one of the only islands where there were no inhabitants, so we didn't have to kill anybody to get a nice place <gasps> of vacation. That's wild. Isn't that super wild? I'm so- I mean, that's also fun. Guilt-free. That, yeah, right. Yeah. Guilt-free vacations. <laughs> There's nobody on the other side of this fence that's being oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> All this beauty and nobody here. <laughs> What's the, the uh, classic uh, Eddie Izzard bit about the British coming to America and being like, Look at all this beautiful land and there's no one here. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I feel like I do know that. Eddie Izzard. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, good guy. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, because of uh, Lord Infernicus, uh, Scooby has to lead the, quote, sidekicks. I don't know. I, um, I'll be honest. The whole sidekick thing. I get it that it was from Scooby's perspective, so he felt like a sidekick, but it felt weird how that got reinforced at the end and how it wasn't like, oh, you're not a sidekick. Like, you're like they ended up being like you're part of the team yeah. at the end, out of the dream. But, like, I feel like Scooby should have come to that Sto- realization. Like it should have been, yeah, like a, like a moment of. There's yeah, a word. Yeah, in his, fear, mm-hmm. in his, in his uh, dream state. Yeah. Should have come to the realization. Yeah. The epiphany. Epiphany. There we go. He had the epiphany that he is not. Yeah, he should have declared it coming out of his. I'm not a sidekick. What did you think of the guinea pigs? Uh, <laughs> they were fucking cute. I like how they were not like their lives absolutely out the door when it came to <laughs> the row of the guinea pigs. Wait, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, once man. again, it's from Scooby's perspective. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't think like that Other would animals, kill a guinea pig. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> He's like, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. They're resilient. Um, much like uh, how I watch like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you see that gooey pizza and I'm always like, God damn, that is the pinnacle of pizza. Yeah. Something about cartoon animals is like weirdly cuter than reality sometimes. I mean like spiders, animated spiders that look adorable with like their pretty little eyes. (laughs) Like I know exactly what you're talking about and you're like, oh, like I want a spider and then you go and you're like, (laughs) (laughs) kill it, kill it. (laughs) (laughs) This was a mistake. <laughs> uh, cartoon cats with their big eyes. You're always like, oh, but nobody's cuter than my cat. Anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> big eye. It's the one. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the uh, the the idea that so it's the funky phantom the whole time is the bad guy in Scooby's brain, um, <laughs> but once again, like the lengths. In this fictional reality, in a fictional reality, uh, the lengths that this guy had to go to to do this deed, almost like he would have been better suited to just do this stuff and make money off of it. Yeah, like he's doing a stand-up at the uh, the laugh. The chuckle hut. The chuckle hut, yep. Classic. Yeah, as Infern- Infern- as Lord Infernicus. <laughs> I workshopped my Lord Infernicus character. <laughs> Doing People a lot of character water work. At him. <laughs> I love the like classic, uh, like Chuckle Hut, Zany's Laugh Factory. Yep. Um. Oh, what's the? 
Well, Zany's is the big one, but what's the other Laugh one? Factory, yeah. I'm trying to think. The one in New York? Well, then there's like all, there's like sort of the franchisey ones yeah. in like the like Midwest that you can go to. There's franchised? Yeah, like Zany's. Clubs? Oh, I yeah. don't know. I know about that. Is it LA is the Laugh Factory? Or They've got the Laugh Factory there. Yeah, there's a Laugh Factory. Oh, I didn't know that was a franchise. There and, or maybe there's just two in LA. Shit. Mm. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, comedy store, comedy seller. Yep. Opposite coast. Uh, Acme, Acme Theater, UCB. Now I'm just naming things. Wow, <laughs> I was super unaware of this. So aware. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. Uh, in uh, Good Burger, I always love it when he says, "I'm Ed. I'm aware. I thought you were Kurt." <laughs> <laughs> Random line. Uh, all this shit stuck in my head and I don't know why um, so uh, the <laughs> speed buggy ends up palling off, p- pairing off tripling off Trip. teaming up with there we go <laughs> uh, Angel Dynamite and Professor Quinlan and Professor Quinlan like has her own journey mm-hmm. into like badass womandom also maybe like a murderer a (laughs) little bit psycho like munchausen by proxy like (laughs) that was a crazy line i like how we just skipped over it just like (laughs) i would really love to drown someone again and then resuscitate them (laughs) like but angel's robust Uh, for a woman (laughs) for a woman for a woman but not so veiny (laughs) not so veiny uh I mean, I remember first seeing those magazines and like the like supermarket checkout aisle. You'd go by and there'd be like the like buildy, b- body building magazines. Yeah, and it would be like you know some chick who's got like muscles for days, and you'd just be like, mm, "This is not what I'm used to seeing." Yep. Uh, at the time, I would have said it was weird, but hey, man, now I'm just well, you do you. Yeah, for sure, you do you. Why does this chick look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a bikini? <laughs> I always loved the, uh, I know two female bodybuilders now, and I asked one of them, I was like, what, like, what is with, like, the why the fake tan? Mm. And um, it was something like, to sh- like, it, like, the darker the co- your color is, like, the more apparent your muscles are, she said. Hmm. Something like that. Because I was like, they just look so, like, the fake tans are so apparent, like, why do you do it? And she said that there was a reason behind it. Hmm. Forgetting the reason, but right like now. a practical reason other than so I look tan. Yes, yeah, like more. <laughs> there was more to it than that because I feel like I see that all the time hmm. with bodybuilders, and I wondered, yeah, if that was like a, uh, the tr- industry standard. If that was like the industry standard of beauty, you have to look orange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not orange enough. Next. <laughs> Yeah, but I can lift a ton of weight. Not orange enough. <laughs> yeah, but like my muscles are like not important. Orange. <laughs> Next. Oh man. I don't know why it's like a British like uh, Simon Cowell just kind of like. <laughs> so insane. Your muscles offend me. <laughs> not veiny enough. Look, you've you've got the built, you've got the body structure for it, but you're just not veiny. <laughs> Get out of my sight! <laughs> oh man, the mean award show guy. Oh, I hate that guy. Anyways, award show? Well, not award show. Competition show. Yeah. 
There's always like the mean Simon one. Simon Cowell, yeah. There's always the really sweet girl and then the really mean <laughs> dude and then somebody in between. Possibly drunk. What's his name? What's the... On American Idol, they had the what? bass player from Journey. Randy, I want to say. Yeah. Randy Jackson. That's it. Mm. Yep. Uh, yes, we we did it. And Paula Abdul. It's Paula Abdul, Randy Paula Jackson. Paula was super sweet, yeah. Paula yeah. was the sweet one, Simon was the jerk, and yeah. Randy was... Affable. The, uh, the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> wild card! <laughs> uh, but, so they pair off with Speed Buggy. She, she has her own thing. But, like, uh, uh, Speed Buggy, uh... He he's a hero. Saves her life yeah. in the pool. Mm-hmm. The fact that this is all taking place in Scooby's mind, of course, yep. is hilarious because like he's inventing these stories of like heroism and like danger and intrigue, but none of it really involving him. Like yep. like the danger doesn't really go for him that often. But it's important for when they meet up again, and you understand why she looks sexy with her hair down and why mm, he's a little bit burnt. Takes <laughs> <laughs> buggy, doom buggy. You look burnt. <laughs> yeah, the, the stutter. Got to get that checked out. Uh, I I uh, once was driving. I was pretty far away from Portland, and right at a certain point where it was just far enough, my exhaust decided to like detach. To which my car. I mean, like drivable. But it sounds like a Kawasaki Ninja Mobile. Yeah. So like Ninja I'm driving Mobile. on the highway, just like, and I'm just like, I'm so sorry to yep. everyone around me. I just, I'm, I gotta go. <laughs> That's so funny. At moments like that, when like something's wrong with my car, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. But people, you know, there are people who like do that on purpose. I almost like want to put a sign on my window that says, "I'm so sorry," and like give a reason, like <laughs> I'm not a piece of shit. I promise. It's like honking at a st- at a light that's turned green and the person hasn't gone yet and it's like I don't like I need like to push the horn and for it to be like I am so sorry I just need you to know that the light has turned green and you are not paying attention I am not a dick (laughs) I've always I've been telling people I want to invent this thing where there's like things that you want to say all the time I'm sorry can't be anything mean like you're an asshole but things like I'm sorry or like you need to go and so if you honk (laughs) There's like it's like the taxi light on top, and one of them comes you up, and it's just like, "I'm go. sorry." <laughs> you, you need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something? What? There's just a glowing light above your head, huh? I guess it's time for me to be going already. <laughs> that was very Mad Hatter. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I always think of the uh, the guy on the ceiling in Mary Poppins when I think of Edwin. Oh, that is sad. That's very, very sad. Uh, they uh, they go to the house in Mary Poppins where they're having the tea party up on the ceiling and laughing. Uh, they brings them up to the tea party on the ceiling, but then when they they get sad, they all go down. I haven't watched Mary Poppins in too long, yo. Mm. Do not remember. I don't remember much of anything. Feed the birds. Tuppence a bag. Have you watched the new thing about Mary Poppins? I just watched that. That made me 
more <sighs> in tune with it. It's uh, is that Saving Mr. Banks? Saving Mr. Banks. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. About uh, the Sherman Brothers. About no, the woman who wrote Mary Poppins and how Walt was trying to get the rights to it and how she, Mr. Banks. I don't want to give away what happens. But okay. Mr. Banks is a very important person. Uh. Who you never know is Mr. Banks in the end. Interesting. Yeah. It might rhyme with Hanks. Incorrect, but Tom Hanks does do a great job. All the time. I expected him I expected him to make Walt Disney a dick only because I think of the character in a league of their own. Mm, okay. <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying at Disney World. <laughs> Uh, uh, also, shout out Colin Hanks for no apparent reason other than he's fun. Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks' son, it's a great guy. No, he's got that company, Hanks or Chiefs, it's a handkerchief <laughs> company, a haberdashery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, yeah. Isn't that what that is? A haberdashery is a place where they have stuff like that. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, he. Uh, also, uh, he was in Orange County, which is a funny movie. He did a bunch of stuff. A lot of drunk histories. Oh, love, love drunk history. Mm-hmm. Love drunk history. Great show. Uh, so they, uh, the <laughs> Scooby has to like, I don't know. It was like, it, it's fun for its novelty. I don't know if the story is necessarily the forefront as much as just hearing Captain Caveman go, Captain Caveman, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man what was the misquoted line there were like subtitles underneath what well, the pick fleas and it was like oh yeah pink freeze pig freeze pig freeze pig freeze out of my hair and uh he also he he called himself cavey i think yeah and uh the at one point the subtitle was davy 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 the caveman <laughs> <laughs> yeah davy the cavey holy fuck there sorry there was a show called dave the caveman there was? Yeah, dude. It was on, it was oh, Dave the Barbarian. Dave the Barbarian. There we go. I think it originally started as a, uh, like, Sunday paper comic. Was it? And then they made it into a, uh, a TV that. show. Much like Ziggy. Ziggy? <laughs> yeah, Ziggy, I think, also had a cartoon based off of paper. Garfield. Okay, one. I know Garfield. Okay, we're good Ziggy. there. <laughs> Do not yeah, uh, Garfield uh, hated Mondays, loved lasagna. Lasagna, that's his thing, <laughs> yep. Garfield was another one. We were talking earlier about uh, the cartoons that I don't like because they're so sad. I don't like mm. Dexter. He was very sad. Garfield is very sad. I think I can never get into those. I don't know if he was ever sad. Garfield? He He had things that he didn't like, but mm-hmm. I feel like he took joy in not liking those things. <laughs> like he, he wasn't sad. He was grumpy. Yep. Like, you know, he if you the took original a- grumpy cat. Yeah. I mean, if you took away Oscar the Grouch's grouchiness... He'd be unhappy. He takes joy in being a grouch. Like, get out of my trash can. Oh, man. Yep. Did you ever see the one where they go into his trash can? Yes. Yo. <laughs> to Grouchland? The super, yeah, to Grouchland. <laughs> I'll never forget the really attractive woman that gave Elmo raspberries. <laughs> like, it was so stuck in my head for so long. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh... The uh, on that note, I always remember uh, Muppets Tonight, which was the '90s version of the Muppet Show, where it was like a, it was like the updated version, and the guests were like Sandra Bullock and Garth Brooks and stuff. And one of the episodes was Prince, 
And so he's like sitting in the commissary and he's like writing something and like, I don't know, Rizzo walks up to him or something. He's like, man, what are you doing, Prince? And Prince's like, I'm writing a song. He's like, you can write a song in the commissary? He's like, I can write a song anywhere about anything. And uh, he's like, really? And and so he's, uh, there was an elephant whose name escapes me. He was like a smaller Muppet. Mm -hmm. He wasn't big. Uh, But he asked him for the, uh, the today's lunch special. The elephant tells him, and there's a whole Prince song about that. And then uh, Rizzo's like, wow, that's very impressive. And then he says, I bet you couldn't do it again. And he goes, hey, uh, Bubba, I think, maybe. He's like, what's for what's for dessert? And uh, the elephant goes, raspberry sorbet. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought that was funny. Oh. Uh, it's amazing what can like pop out of the back of my head. Yeah. Yep, especially when we're talking about, well, nostalgic cartoons. I feel like mm. I haven't had any thoughts. I don't, Sesame Street, why am I thinking about like Sesame Street right now? It's cool how yeah. it does bring that out. But also it's not something that you've like reinforced. Mm-hmm. It just like, I don't know, something about those young oppressionable ages. It just like sticks that stuff back in there because it was like so important at the time because it's all you had. It's not like, oh, this is added on to all that other stuff I have. It's like, nope, this is this is going to be the foundation. Yeah. (laughs) For TV, I'm watching. TV is going to be forever associated (laughs) with this is it. (laughs) Kind of crazy. It is very crazy. Do you remember the first TV show you ever watched? Nah. Uh, I feel like people are like, yes. Uh, I don't. TV like wasn't super big in my house. You were an outdoor kid. Yeah. Mm. Um. So you playing that softball with your dad. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> uh, we were injured very often in my household. <laughs> I do not remember. Maybe. I remember, weirdly enough, actually, my first, like, actual, my own memory, not, like, me watching TV on my mom videotaping, was I uh, was very little, and I broke my leg, and I got to stay home, and I ate chocolate ice cream, and watched World Champion Poker <laughs> with my dad. I think that's, like, my first actual memory. Interesting. Of TV, a TV thing that wasn't a movie, that wasn't, like... 101 donations. <laughs> I do like the idea of your dad being like, well, this is what I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I Yeah, I, I feel like I did something weird like that where I like watched an ice skating thing for yeah. no reason. Mm-hmm. Just like a kid being like, oh, I'm into ice skating now. Yep. And I wasn't, but it was on TV and I was like, ah, this is, is my excuse life. for yeah. watching this, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. It was weird. Huh. Uh, yeah, uh, there are a lot of vague memories of cartoons that I can't place. They, they don't have any, there's just images in my head of like, of like something that was on TV and I'm like, I have no idea what that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some of them I find after the fact stuff like, uh, yeah. uh, gummy bears and things like that. Gummy bears, what? Gummy bears? Oh, are you not familiar? They're bouncing here and there and everywhere. Is that a show? Yeah, dashing and daring, courageous and caring, faithful and friendly with Moses to share. Uh, all through the forest, they sing out in chorus, marching along as their song fills the air. Gummy bears, bouncing here and there and everywhere. Wild adventures that are beyond compare? They are. 
uh, the gummy bears. Uh, <laughs> is this not similar to Care Bears? This is gummy bears. Gummy bears, yeah. They would drink a uh, uh, potion that would allow them to bounce very high on their butts. And there was a gay uh, knight that was trying to steal the potion from them. Yeah. Who had an army of trolls. Wow. What time period was this? 19... 19- 88, 89, maybe? Wow. Yeah. Beyond my, way before my time. It was weird. Uh, it was a lot of fun, though. It was a good time. Very cool. Uh, they were they were cuddly teddy bears who had magic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, the idea of, like, soberly explaining cartoons, like, uh, well, he's a, uh, he's a sponge who lives under the sea in a pineapple. Uh, <laughs> he works at a fast food restaurant where he makes burgers uh, for a very crabby individual who, incidentally, also... Is a crab. Uh, and. <laughs> There's a squid. <laughs> His uh, middle management is a squid who has a very ill temper. Unluckily for him, he is also the neighbor of this sponge whose over positivity is very irritating to him. <laughs> that was beautifully put. That was beautiful. <laughs> so really explaining cartoons is going to be my new pastime. Uh, just explaining them to like people in like nursing homes so they can relate to their grandkids. Nice. That would be amazing. <laughs> so the uh, ponies uh, are all color coded to their various. <laughs> and they got the stamps. They have a tattoo they... on their left or right rear end. I prefer to think of them as decals, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> decals. <laughs> uh... Uh, so we do only have one segment on this podcast. Okay. We are star-stuff at the universe's test. Does this pass the Sagan test? Famed philosopher of science and scientist himself, Carl Sagan, once said that he wanted an adult version of Scooby-Doo because it endorsed skepticism and the scientific method. Does this episode pass the Sagan test? I'm sorry. Can we repeat? <laughs> can, wait. I wasn't ready for science. Can we repeat? Sure. That that phrase? Sure. Uh, he wanted an adult version of Scooby-Doo because he saw that the original Scooby-Doo as endorsing skepticism and the scientific method. Endorsing skepticism and the scientific mes- mm-hmm. method? And he wanted to do away with that? No, he wanted that. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. does this episode pass? Um, wow. The scientific method. Uh... Hypothesis testing theory Thank method. You. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh I don't think so. Okay. Right? No. Okay. Uh skepticism? Skepticism. I'm trying to think so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, this didn't feel this didn't feel like that at all to me. Okay. Great. There's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> No stakes are involved in this question. Yeah. There is no money. There is. <laughs> well, that's a really cool. That's a really cool theory to bring up, or that Carl Sagan brings mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he created the original Cosmos TV series. I do not know. That. He had a very funny way of talking and wore a lot of turtlenecks. Lots of turtlenecks. Did you see him talking? Is that why you know about his turtlenecks? Uh, he, yeah. The they're, they're, oh yeah. He, he wears turtlenecks in the Cosmos. Cool, cool. Also, has a, he has a funny way of talking about billions and billions of stars. He also wrote uh, Contact uh, with Matthew McConaughey and mm, Jodie 
No. I don't remember who was in that. <laughs> I don't know contact either. Wow, I need to get with popular media. Or not. Keep playing softball. Who just, cares? <laughs> just keep playing. <laughs> just keep playing. Just keep playing. Um, uh, finding Nemo. Anyways. <laughs> yes. That was good. Uh. Well, Allie, thank you so much for being on. Well, thanks for having me, Nick. This has been a blast. Heck yeah. Uh, what do you have in the ways of pimpage? Um, in pimpage. This gets released Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you have coming up? Anything? Uh, oof. So people want to find you online. Do you have an online uh, presence? Yeah, I mean, I have an Instagram, a young pilgrim. I actually am gonna start making a lot more videos do a new segment on Instagram and YouTube, so... Ooh, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> cool, cool. No, I'm... It will be very exciting. <laughs> no, stop laughing. This is very serious. <laughs> I know it sounded very sarcastic. <laughs> it's... Uh, can it be great? <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think about how to say that in French. Check, please. Yeah. B.A. S. Vous plaît. That was magic. That was goddamn magic. Oh. Uh, excellent. And you post about shows and stuff on yes. your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing in the... Oh, God. Jesus. Uh, make Guess Man Laugh. <laughs> make Man Laugh is uh, a that, that, that monthly show. It's a game show. Second of every Saturday in Portland, Maine, Dead Empire. Great. Mm-hmm. Make, it's real funny. Make me laugh on uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. M-A-K-E-M-E. Make me also Maine. How clever is that for so many businesses <laughs> <Maine>. <laughs> uh, Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. And as always, to you and yours this holiday season, bring about what you sing about. What's With You Scooby-Doo is a member of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Visit StolenDress.com to check out our other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books.